Hi, I'm Steven. And I'm Brian, and we both like to hunt, fish, hike, and camp, and everything in between. We do them as much as we can, and when we can't, we decided to make a podcast so we can sit down and talk about it. So sit down, and welcome to BS Outdoors. Welcome, guys, to an episode of BS Outdoors. I'm Steven. And I'm Brian. And we hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome to our first episode. Uh, today, we are going to go over kind of who we are, introduce ourselves, the podcast, why we changed it. Some of you may be aware that we used to be beyond our service. And uh, we elected to take a break and come back with something new and improved. And uh, then we're going to get into a review, some, a gear review item, something that we're probably going to start doing every episode. And then we are going to talk about our trip to Patagonia. We are leaving and going to Patagonia. So excited. February 4th. Yes, it is going to be awesome. So, Brian, why don't you start us off, man? Why did we change the podcast? Well, um, you know, I think we got away from it because, you know, me and you both served in the military. Um, and I, I, we thought it was a great idea to do beyond our service to kind of give service members, you know, a place to come and talk about and look at and, you know, listen to us and kind of do that whole thing. But more, we just, all we ever talked about was outdoor stuff because that's all we pretty much do. We hunt, we fish, we hike, we camp, just like in the, in the beginning of it. Like that's just what we do. And we figured out, and you started listening to, uh, some other outdoor podcasts and we feel like we could do a much better job at an outdoor podcast. And that way, you know, because that's, that's what we flip and do. Like it's all we did. I was a fishing guide. You love to hunt. I love to hunt. Like it's, we do can't like we do everything. So there's, that's the reason we switched. I believe. Don't you, don't you? Yeah. I don't know if I'm as confident to say that we just do it better than the other podcasts, but I do think, um, it was becoming a problem. The old one was becoming a problem as far as coming up with new content. We were doing it weekly. You had a baby. Um, I had work and school, or not school, my kids' school, my kids' sports, all <laughs> stuff. I definitely didn't want to go back to school. It just became a lot. And so we took a break to kind of come back and do something a little bit more consistent. And then uh, the content thing, we came, we took like a, what, like a break over the summer, came back. Did a couple yeah. episodes and then the um, we started having a problem, the same problem, just coming up with content. We didn't when we were just kind of we didn't make it the show about anything specific. So we didn't we did talk about fishing and hiking and different things, but uh, we didn't want to keep hitting that over and over, even though that's something we both are pretty passionate about. Um, just the outdoor side of things or life, and so. Uh, Man, I, th I don't know. We just kept coming up with a blank. It became really hard to come up with something to talk about new every single week. Um, so we changed that. And then we figured, why don't we just narrow the scope just a little bit? And uh, it's still pretty broad. It's still, but it's at least outdoors. It's hunting, fishing, hiking, and camping. Uh, things like you said, we do that a lot. So we figured, hey, we'll, we'll, why don't we just do that? That'll be something easy and we'll do it every other week. So we'll have one show every other week. That should be a little bit slower pace and easier pace for us to keep up with because as amazing as this podcast is, and we are as individuals and podcasters, we, this is going to be shocking, 
We don't get paid for this. I, and I still find that so hard to I know, believe. Because I know. Joe he, Rogan himself called me and was like, dude, you guys got to right. get paid. Right. I mean, I just keep telling Joe, get us on your podcast for one. <laughs> like, give us, just give us a little and bit of, no. of your exposure. <laughs> and he's like, dude, you're so good. I don't understand why you want to be on my podcast. I should be on yours. And I was yeah. like, dude, I don't care either, either way. Like, Joe, like, either way. Maybe one day we'll but, our, if we could finally get our calendars together and maybe really make it work. <clears throat> but that's what I'm hoping. You know, that's what I'm really shooting for. You know, I mean, you're closer. You're you're actually in in Texas, and and I am not. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I I know this. You know, it's it's kind of weird in in today's uh, today's society that we're we're actually in different states doing this. I know it sounds like we're in the next room, but. Uh, Technology's yeah. amazing. So it's pretty amazing. Tell so for the people that are listening that haven't listened to, didn't watch, listen to, aren't the OGs from uh, Beyond Our Service. So basically, our moms. Um, what <laughs> did you tell? Uh, like, take two, like a minute. What are you married? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So about me, I am. Uh, I am Brian. Um, I am 39 years old and Jesus. I am married. I you have 40. Fuck you. Um, I turned it's a simple question, sir. You don't have to get angry. It's not <laughs> I, I, turned, I turned 40 in June. So this wow. year I will be 40 years old and, uh, I have three kids. I have a 12 year old daughter. I have an eight year old, or sorry, she'll be 12 this year. Uh, 12 year old daughter, eight year old son. And I have a eight-month-old little girl. Um, I live in Wyoming. I live in Pinedale, Wyoming, in the base of the Wind River Mountains. And I was a professional fishing guide for two years um, after I got out of the oil field. And then before that, I was in the Air Force. I was military intelligence. So, you know. Just, almost you know, military. Almost the military. Uh, I, I almost was a big boy. Um, Man, so but, close. Yeah. I've, uh, I, I'm a, I'm an avid bow hunter. I love to archery hunt. Um, also will rifle hunt if, if need be. Um, but I uh, love to fish, uh, fly fishing most, most of the time. And, uh, I've got my own drift boat taking you fishing a couple times. I've taken some other, oh, yeah. quite a few people fishing actually. Um, but you know, it's, I love the outdoors. Um, oh, me and me and Steven both are very avid gym goers. I just got back into the gym um well done stuff like that so yeah that's that's me in a nutshell um outside all the time want to be outside oh and i forgot what i do for a living now um is i am hank hill i uh i sell and deliver propane for a living so propane accessories and propane accessories you are correct sir but yeah i'm uh I'm a service guy here, and uh, I deliver propane and sell propane accessories. Steven, on to you. That was more than a minute. <clears throat> so I am – my name is Steven. I, my favorite color is dark green. My favorite movie <laughs> is probably Dumb and Dumber, most likely, um, at least comedy. Uh, I am married. I have been married for too long. I think it's been <laughs> in June. It will be 13 years. Ooh. Uh, I have no, what's the year? 2023. 
Yeah, 13 years. Yeah. Got married in 2010. So um, we were together for five years before that. So essentially most or more than half our lives. And then we have uh, two kids. Uh, my, or my daughter is 10 and my son is eight. And they both just turned 10 and eight. And uh, I was also in the military. I was in the army. Uh, and then I got out in 2013. Started working in the insurance world, selling insurance, and now I own, uh, I have two, or I have an insurance agency, basically, and here in Fort Worth, Texas area. So, um, that's been awesome. Started to open my agency back in 2016, and I, too, love the outdoors. Massive, massive, I would say fishing over hunting for sure. Uh, my dad did not grow up with a dad, so uh, that's something I've learned, especially when we moved to Texas from Alabama. You, you, if you don't have, you need a dad or an uncle or somebody that like has access to guns and land and to like teach you hunting to a degree, uh, especially back then. It wasn't YouTube or internet when even right. me and you were kids, so that's uh, right. pretty insane how much that's changed, but uh yeah, so we, my dad taught himself how to fish pretty much, and then he's fish, He's obsessed with fishing, bass fishing mainly. We're down here in the south, uh, and conventional bass fishing, and then that's that's what I grew up doing all the time, and never, just never seems, doesn't matter how much I do it, it's just never enough, and then I got into fly fishing. So yeah, man, that's, that's pretty much me. Um, I don't know, I don't really have much else to say. So let's talk about... Something we're probably going to do every podcast we may, and it's going to be on something different every time is going to be some kind of review might be a review of somewhere we've been or a trail or a item or gear or thing we've used, um, a book we've read. I don't freaking know some kind of review, um, by one of us, probably every episode. So Brian, you it is your yes. honors to do the first one. What do you have for us, sir? Um, I am going to review, um, what I, it's, it's, it's a pack. It's a Badlands sacrifice. And it is what I've been using since I was 28. So I grew up. You said sacrifice. A, yeah. It's called a sacrifice. Okay. It's the Badlands sacrifice. All right. And the reason I'm doing this review on this is because when I grew up hunting, I grew up hunting with my dad. And we hunt elk and deer and moose and all that stuff in Wyoming. My dad always, we had horses growing up. And we, if you got something down, we always just brought the horses in and packed it out on the horses, right? It just made it way easier. And all our day packs were, were just cloth packs. I mean, they didn't have the frames or anything like that. And okay. then when I turned 28, I drew my bighorn sheep tag. And my bighorn sheep tag... I decided I was going to go full out and get, you know, everything. And, uh, so oh, I bought man. all new, I, I so bought were all you, new I'm sorry, camo. I'm interrupt you for a second. So when you decided yep. to do that, you say it like, like you had to, but you, I pretty much did. Right. You were so, excited. How, how yeah. excited were you to get oh, was, to like, just oh, was, have a legitimate so reason to just load up? On like yeah. shit yeah. that you and and I wanted. I was just in the oil like had gotten in the oil field I've been making oil field money for a while like I had enough saved up 
and I won a fishing tournament that Father's Day, and or actually I took second, but it was a seven hundred and fifty buck or seven hundred fifty dollars. I won. Damn, in second and place. So, yeah, for second. Yeah, it was crazy. What was first place? A uh, thousand. It was a thousand. That's a badass turn. How much you pay to get in? Uh, I think it's a hundred bucks for a team. Not bad at all. Okay. No. So I, I had biggest fish. Um, I had the second biggest fish. It was a 13 pound, like eight, I think it was 13, four, maybe 13, four. And I got beat by like two ounces, dude. It was ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bitter. Uh, yeah. I, that was like I took that money years ago. Yeah. Fuck off. And, uh, I went to the local, or where did I get it from? Uh, there's a little outdoor shop in Rock Springs that I went to, and they had cryptic camo, and I'd never seen cryptic before. Mm-hmm. And they had, um, sorry, I'm, I'm way off on a tangent here. Anyway, bought this backpack. It was a Badlands, and I bought it just for my my sheep hunt. Uh, took it on the sheep hunt. It did amazing. Um, and I had it for years. Um, I kept, uh, kept it until I still have one, but, uh, what really sold me on Badlands was there, it's got a mesh, uh, like spacer between the frame and your back. So mm-hmm. you get some airflow through there, right? Even though it's loaded down and it's 3,300 square centimeters or whatever they use, right. To make it sound all big and bad. But you can fit, and this is my, like, you can fit one uh, ham of an elk in it, or you can do, like, half a deer, or, you know, depending on how big the deer is, you know, uh, mule deer up here, I can get, like, maybe a front shoulder and maybe a ham in there, you know, strapped to the back, whatever. It's got a lot of room. And yeah, so it is, I'm looking at dimensions right now. It is very annoying. So most hiking, like, uh, companies... I know I realize this isn't necessarily a hiking company, but most companies measure their bag size in liters. These assholes do not. It is like cubic inches or something. I don't know what CI stands for. I think so it's, it's, yeah, it's like centimeters squared or something. I don't total know. Total volume is 3,400 CI. Main pocket yeah. volume is 2,160. The weight of the bag is three pounds, 30, 13 ounces, which is not bad for a very large bag. Mm-hmm. And for what it's for, that's awesome. It has seven pockets, if you, if you wanted to know. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks. thanks. What was I about to say? There was something in there that I wanted to say, but I forgot. Oh, the leaders. It doesn't have leaders, so it's big. I'm looking at it. It's yeah. a big bag. Yeah, and... And the reason I'm sold on Badlands, right, is like you know, everybody knows Vortex. That if you buy Vortex stuff, you can send off lifetime warranty. No matter if you run it over, catch it on fire, they'll replace it, right? Yeah, I think well, that's changing, by the way. We can talk about that in yeah. another episode, but I think if – unfortunately, right. I don't think it's quite as good as it used to be. Well, the the the, the Badlands pack, I, I when I bought it, I had no idea, right? I just bought it because I liked it. It was one of the packs there, and – I had it for, I think, seven years I had that one. Mm-hmm. And if anyone knows me, you could give me an anvil and I can break the damn thing. Yeah. And so I am your very dad, hard. Your dad, your dad loves things. that about you. Yeah, he does. He just he can't get <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've heard Brian, you're just an amazing son. and uh, You take you such good care nothing. of your stuff, Brian. I'm so, right, I, I can't know. believe you still have that. 
item. Yeah. Mm. And so I was pretty hard on it and I didn't, I didn't break it. Like a mouse got into one of the pockets and ate a granola bar, like ate through the pocket and the mesh on the back got ripped somehow. Like just things that happen. Right. Sure. And some of the, some of the, uh, the zippers quit working. They wouldn't zip up. Um, just stuff like that. So how long did that take? How long for the zippers specifically? Cause that shit drives me crazy. How many years did you say? So they really started getting bad. I think around year five when we got a new side by side and the dust Mm -hmm. from that were like, Oh my God, like that fine road dust got kicked up Mm -hmm. and it just got in the zippers and ate them up. Like it was terrible. And, uh, yep. And so I, uh, I, I, I did the whole research on it about like what I need to do. I was looking at getting a new one and someone's like, Oh dude, you can, you can send it off and they'll replace it. And I'm like, what the way? So I did, I did everything they said to like, you marked the bad things with blue tape and blah, 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 send it off. And I think within four days I had a reply of, Hey, yeah, we can't fix this. So here's your new one. And they no sent me a, yeah, sent me a brand new one. Lifetime guarantee on it. Same thing. Like if I break this one or tear it up or whatever, they'll replace it. And so, um, I was sold, man. Like yeah, I that's, really like, it's incredible. Yeah. Like you spend four or $500 on a pack, right. To, to just, mm-hmm. you, you expect it to last, right. Which with anything, because we're not all loaded man. we don't have just tons of money floating around like you, right? <laughs> like we, no. we, I can't we spend actually, $400 I'll get on a bag more than once. Right. I'm going to get stabbed in the throat. Right. Well, you know, so you want these things to last. And I think as a customer, like review type thing, like, dude, if that's, if that's the end all be all for me is if, if you're going to stand behind your product, you're damn right. I'm going to buy it. Like, you know, vortex stands behind their shit. I've had, I've had my uh, binoculars replaced multiple times uh, because like I said, I can break an anvil and uh, mm-hmm. I, I just love stuff that you can, you can beat the crap out of and it's, it lasts, you know, and if it doesn't last, they'll replace it, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's amazing. And I think that's something that, you know, you, it, it's got to be comfortable if you're going to, if you're going to be walking the same thing with hiking, right? Like if you've got, it needs to be, it needs to be functional for what you're going to use it for. And right, right, you're right. going to be hunting or you're going to be hiking and you're going to be outdoors and you're going to fall, you're going to do different stuff and you're going to sit on it. You're going to use it as a seat. Like you're going to be rough on it. So it kind of seems weird when you, when you think about like how hard they're going to be on an item, but then you look at some of this stuff. If you looked, if anybody's ever looked into, and for those of you who have not ever looked into like gear for, to do what Brian's been doing, which is elk hunting, <clears throat> bighorn sheep, just doing those big long. I mean, you're essentially doing, you're hiking miles. You're going up and down yep. terrain. It's not easy terrain. There's lots no, no. of brush. There's lots of stuff you've got to get through. So it's always like, well, you, you want to spend something, you want to spend the money because it's, it's comfortable. It's not going to fall apart. It's comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be miserable just wearing that damn thing all over the place. But then you're also going to beat it up. So it's like, man, I need this. Like, I don't need to, I don't want to go out there 
spend four hundred dollars on a bag, but also have to baby the shit out of this bag. Yeah. Or any yeah, item not- really, right? Like it's supposed to be for the outdoors. So that's awesome that they're they're willing to accept that you know and just replace some of them because you're. I don't know. It's. I mean, you shouldn't just. I, I take care of my stuff. I'm not going to like purposely just treat it like garbage. But stuff happens, and you're you shouldn't have to. I don't worry either too much about my. But I still have the same. I I don't have this bag. I have a bag for hiking. And it's not. Yeah. It's about the same. Right now, sacrifice the sacrifice LS is the only thing I could find. Was uh, yeah, that's it. Three hundred and twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cents on Badlands website. I'm sure you can find it different for different places, but right. And Badlands, if you're listening, I love your stuff. So and we'd Bad- love to have you as a sponsor. Yeah, sure. And your emblem is still one of the cooler emblems or logos. Oh yeah, in the industry. I've every time I've ever seen it, it definitely the color, the red and everything, man, it always pulls my attention. I, I yeah. remember. And then I looked at all their stuff. I'm like, Oh, uh, I can't get any of these bags for a while. And I'm going to wait a little bit. Um, well, good man. Uh, let's see. I mean, we went over the size. It looks like they're all the same type of camo. looks all, I mean, looks nice. Yeah. It's, I love the camo. It's not super gaudy, but it's not, it's not, it's not cryptic, right? But it's not terrible. I like the Badlands camo. Yeah. Um, I'm actually looking into getting some Badlands pants. Um, they've got some solid color ones that I really like. Mm-hmm. Like you get solid tan that I really want to get. But Yeah, I was actually with a buddy. Um, I took him to our deer lease or my deer lease or whatever. It's not ours, mine and yours <clears throat> here in Texas. And um, we did a short hunt. We just hunted uh, Saturday evening and Sunday morning. We both had to get back for family stuff. So we ran out, came back, and he was wearing – he had a Badlands, like, jacket thing on. I don't know. And he said the same thing. He's like, this is the best jacket, warmest jacket I've ever had. And it wasn't super cold. It was pretty warm down here. I think it only – we woke up, it was like 32 Oh. Yeah, so not like and it and it warmed up pretty good. I think the high was like fifty five, so it's still and right. I think that's kind of always a it's always kind of tricky down here because like we'll get and then it was windy, so it'll be kind of cold. Ooh. And if you're wet right. if you're whitetail hunting, you know, you're not really moving. So that gets it's deceptively cold because you're like, well, it's only like forty and then but then if you don't move for two hours, damn that forty degrees just starts getting cold right. but then uh yeah yeah that's all he had he had that jacket on it's like all right cool he's like yeah man i'm good so it was impressive yeah i like i said man like i love it for it is comfortable like i can i've carried i think we did this year we sweet we did four four nights on a mountain one time so we took in a little tent and some sleeping bags and stuff like that and not you know, it ended up being like this giant freaking heat wave. <laughs> yeah, it was, oh, so stupid. But yeah, no, Badlands stood behind their product, and I guess that's the best for me. Like they yeah, stood yeah, behind that's their product, a big deal. and fair enough, right? But mm-hmm. uh, I think I think we beat it into the ground. I think everyone knows that I really like Badlands, and I think you should try try out their products because I really do like them. Um. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I've never, uh, I've never had anything of theirs. I've never, I've seen a ton of it, but I've never, I've never worn any of it. I've never used any of it. So that's cool. That's cool to know. I didn't know anything about their, their warranty either. 
All right, so let's yeah. switch gears and uh, let's talk about some, probably one of the most exciting trips I've ever gone, I'm going to and planned for or whatever. Uh, and that is, we are going to Patagonia. Patagonia. You're gonna we say are going like to the Chile up. side. Yeah. And Chile, not Argentina, because I've had a few people ask me that. Um, can you pronounce the city that we're going to? Not a chance. We are going to Koi Haiki? Haikai? I don't know why I get oh, yeah. it. They don't sound You Asian. nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you, you nailed it. Uh, Koi Haiku, maybe. C-O-Y-H-A-I-Q-U-E. But yeah, that's where we're going. It's uh, the southern side. I don't, dude. So, what is Patagonia? Is it just um, a region? Is it like a yes? Because it's part of the Andes, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you a mountain correct. range, right? Well, I mean, yeah, it's 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 a region. I like that. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's also a clothing company. <laughs> You can buy it at REI. That's what just pulled up. Yes, you can. Patagonia refers to a geographical region that encompasses the southern end of South America, governed by Argentina and Chile. The region comprises the southern section of the Andes Mountains with lakes. uh, Fjords? Fjords? Temperate rainforest glaciers in the west. Yeah, and stuff. Fjords? Okay, cool. Yeah. Now you know. Uh, actually, if you if you look at the the city we're going to, the Quique or whatever yeah. it is, mm-hmm. uh, it so looks you, you very did the Asian thing too. It's yeah, weird. it looks looks very German, which is odd, isn't it? Really, I didn't see that. I know I didn't notice that at all. Really, yeah, it's got German architecture. It's where, where all the Nazis went after World War II. They all escaped to Are Patagonia or South America. Oh God, we're gonna fit right in then. We're about oh, as yeah. whitish it gets. Yes, we are. I mean, if you do twenty three and me, it doesn't get more European than me and Stephen. Yeah. So, yeah but yeah, I'm, I'm so stoked. So, so I wanted I wanted to do this because I wanted to kind of go over our packing lists uh, of what we're taking because we're going down for it's, it's a whole week, right? It's six days, five nights, yeah, or whatever. You have no idea what you're doing, do you? No, I have no idea. <laughs> I left it all. I left it all up to the wife. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I know what I'm taking for fishing gear and everything else I'm leaving to her. Jesus. Okay, so uh, I'm not much better, but I will say so the, the synopsis of the trip, how we got or where it came from. So Ben Siddig is the one and only, the controversial, huge fly fisherman. And so he... Uh, we threw, he was actually on beyond our service as a, as like a guest host kind of thing. We talked about camping with his kids and stuff on that. And we've kind of kept in touch. I, I accidentally won a, um, a bid to go fishing with him for a day. You, you overpaid to go fishing with Ben. Yeah. Well, it was also a donation. It didn't, wasn't to him. He did not get the money. The money went to a good cause. So, um, at least that part is good. I just didn't, I maybe had a few beers 
and uh, I thought it would be cool. And then I woke up and was like, "There's I, I, can't, I don't have the money to do that. That's not that's not a good idea." But luckily, it's a three day bid, so I'll probably and I did the opening bid. So like, I'm, I'm not going to get it good. And then I go back and check five minutes before it closes, and I'm the only bid. And so uh, we turned into a big family trip. It was cool, but we went up there uh, in Colorado, met him, fished with him for the day, kind of stayed in touch uh, over the – that was a couple years ago. I think that was 2020, I think, or 2021. And um, kind of, you know, stayed in touch-ish, and then – member we're we're i'm a member you're are you a member you're not a member are you not one of those special members no i am not a member no so i try to support my friends in the things they do unlike brian so i pay five bucks some of us don't have all the money in the world steven five dollars it's 60 bucks a year Uh, i don't have that kind of money i got a new kid (laughs) touche yeah babies are expensive so we i I don't know. So he put it out. It was his idea. Um, obviously, he organized the whole thing. It's a hosted trip by him. Uh, we, he hit me up and put it on YouTube or wherever on the internets. And so I emailed him like, dude, I, I want to go. Uh, so we went, we booked this thing back in June-ish. And yep. it's been my, so my wife wants to go. Or she was kind of upset about it, and she was like, "I kind of thought she was upset, but it's a really, really good deal." Brent, Ben, like everything I've seen so far on Orvis or Sims or any like hosted trip stuff where they have it like kind of planned out. You go fly fishing. It doesn't matter if it's in Mexico. I've looked in Patagonia. I've looked at just different things. Looking at Alaska, my lord, it's like three days of fishing would be like six grand, not including your airfare to like Mexico. So it's not even like, I don't know. It was crazy. And this is a much more affordable. It is before airfare. It's like four grand a person that includes six full days of guided fishing. We're going to get there the 5th of February. We will leave the 12th of February and us all of our food, our drinks. I think the only thing it doesn't count as far as food, drinks, and stuff is liquor. Beer and wine is is right. uh, all we can drink, and then um, food. So we do have to right. take our gear, and we had to provide flies. So yes. Other than that, though, like everything else is paid for for four, which is crazy cheap. And we're going to Vista Patagonia. Isn't that what it's called? You don't know. Yep. You have no idea. Do you? I don't know. I have no Jesus idea. Jesus Christ. I literally am going to get on the That's airplane, amazing. and then we get there. I'll be like, "Oh, this is where we're going." Oh, okay. Hey. Yes. Yeah, and I'll be like, Patagonia "This is launch. what I got. I got my eight weight. I got my six weight. I got my five weight. I've got sinking line. I've got intermittent line. I've got floating line. I've got all my reels. I've got the flies. I got tippet. I got everything. So I'll have a setup for fishing. My wife will get us there. So, so. we, yeah, no, that's a great um, setup for sure. I've got. Um, it's, it's called Vista Patagonia Lodge is what it's called. It is really nice. We are not going to be roughing it in any way. Their website is vistapatagonia.com. It is really, really nice. They, it's a little smaller lodge. I think the lodge only holds eight people. 
And so we've got eight. So me, Brian, and then our wives are going. So we're half the group, basically. Ben and then three other guys are going to come that we don't know. Ben knows one of them, and then there's two complete strangers that nobody knows. So that'll be oh fun. It's like the real world. Oh, my gosh. Complete strangers living together. No? Right, yeah, no, it'll be close enough. Except we all we all know that we love fishing, so there's that. Right. So yeah, as long so as they're be, not like, oh my god, you you don't use barbless hooks, and I'll be like, no, I don't, and shut up. Yeah, the only reason I'm going to use barbless hooks is if the guide says we have to use barbless hooks, and then I will. Other than that, I'm barb them away. Don't worry about it. I'm going to uh, put extra barbs in mine. But <laughs> fishing with treble <laughs> hooks on all your flies. <laughs> The hell? How did you do that? <laughs> yeah, that's did you amazing. go out of your way to just put on trailing <laughs> treble hooks on all of them? <laughs> well, you never know. You yeah. know, you might miss it. You might miss. I like to miss a fish. It. I did have exactly. someone ask me. Someone asked me if we were going to be eating all the fish. Yeah, no, we're releasing like, them. Uh no, mm. no, we're going to let. I'm them not go. even that big of a fish fan, honestly. Like eating fish, I'm not a big fan of them. Oh Jesus Christ! I I could eat fish almost every day. No, I, I will say when fish. we went when we went deep sea fishing, like, and you catch those like uh, what we had oh, amberjacks and mm, snapper. Oh, dude, I can eat those all day long. Now, that being said, like some of the best food I've ever had was high mountain brook trout, but I was so I was starving when I ate it. So let's <laughs> start going a different direction with that. <laughs> well, st- no. st- st- starving. Like, oh, okay. starving. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've, I've never I, had high bro- high mountain brook trout. Hmm. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. So, good. my my question to you is, um, I don't really care about clothes. I mean, rain gear. It's it's going to be summer, whatever, right? Like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just I bringing my fishing stuff. Yeah, no, you're bringing your fishing stuff. You're not even packing your underwear. I get it, but no, 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 no. I'm I'm packing like like when I say fishing stuff, I'm packing my fishing clothes, like my guide gear. That I used when I was guiding, like yeah. my pants, my lightweight pants, my uh, uh, my all my sun shirts. Like uh, mm-hmm. I'm bringing my fishing hat. Like gotta have that. Yeah. Um, just I'm. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm bringing three rods for myself. I'm bringing a five, a six, and an eight. And what are you bringing for rods? For rods, uh, an eight, a six. And a four, I don't have a five weight, so fours, two fours, oh, two sixes, gotcha. two eights. Um, gotcha. I would bring a five, I had it, but I don't have one. Well, so, and I have my, I basically, my one of my rods, the one I'm using is, it's a six weight, but it's a very, very fast, it's that orange one, so it's a very fast oh, right. action rod, so it's yeah. almost an eight, it's almost a seven, but gotcha. it, it works good. And I mean, I've thrown very small bugs and poppers and stuff with it. Um, for like bass so i mean it can it does well enough with the smaller stuff but not like tiny trout stuff but uh yeah that's what i'm bringing i got renee got an excuse to buy a six weight um because we didn't have one we had i only had the one six weight had two eights and two because we've gone down to gulf shores and stuff and fish so that was my excuse to buy two eight weights and then uh fours two fours I, I am bringing Bree. Bree's bringing one rod. She's bringing her six weight because that's that's all she's got. But she made it very clear to me <laughs> that I could not spend money on any more rods if we if we went on this trip. So mm. I couldn't I couldn't even do the whole 
hey, I bought you yeah. an eight-way. Like, couldn't even do that. And, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to plug my moonshine rod uh, pro deal that I have because those guys are amazing. They treat me awesome. Yeah. But I could I could have gotten two rods for, for a very good amount of money, but uh, I, 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 held my, I held my deal with Bree and, and did not buy any. Smart man. Um, yeah. So, I, like I said, I'm bringing three rods for myself. My six weight, uh, if if all else, like if my eight weight were to snap from throwing streamers or something like that, that six is heavy enough it can throw streamers, right. and it's delicate enough that it can throw dries as well. So, I the five is going to be a backup to oh crap, um, I broke both of my rods, and yeah. uh, I still need something to fish with, but most likely. If we're throwing streamers, I'm going to uh, be throwing my eight with a sinking sinking line, and then uh, my six weight will be for my dry my dry flies. But we'll see what kind of what happens when we get down there. Line. Oh, I have dude. an intermediate sinking tip, but I don't have a full sinking line. I should probably dude, get you, one of those for the trip. You you should and I get an airflow. I really love airflow. Airflows see, I don't are know amazing. Why. I'm not a huge fan. Well, I've never used their sinking tip stuff, so. Oh, I have used enough dry. stuff, enough of the things. I like air. I've heard great things about them. Um, I bought one. I think my four weight has airflow that I got up in Wyoming. Well, and I was with you. So, but I mean, yeah, I think air- we're screwed if we're using our four weights, but I mean, it'll just take us well, a lot longer to get the fish in if we have to. Exactly. Right. That's what everyone's like. Oh, four weight. You can't get, you can catch big fish on. It just takes a minute. Right. Like you just yeah. gotta be, you, you gotta baby them in, you know, you can give them line and, and calm down, you know, but it, that that's when it really turns into a, a boxing match is when you're using that four weight and you hook into like a 25 inch brown. Like, like I tell my <laughs> clients, like it really is a boxing match because he's going to throw some punches and you got to let him take his line. Right. And then you got to wear him down. And it's just, it's, it really is a boxing match. Like you just got to make them get them in the current. I've done that too. Like put them in a current and let them sit there and just swim against that current for a while and give them a little more tension and, they wear down pretty quick. Nice. So, yeah, but yeah, that's, I'm, I'm taking that. I'm, and so my eight weight, I'm bringing a, a floating line for my eight and I'm bringing a sink tip for my eight. I'm bringing floating lines for my five and six. So if yeah, need we're be, I'll be, have some split shots. When we're there. Yeah. I'm going to bring all my, I'm just bringing my whole bag. Like I'm going to bring a whole bunch of shit that we probably don't need, but. That's oh, yeah. the thing, man. That's the kind of the scary thing. Even with you were talking about clothes, like I'm not really, I'm doing the same thing, bringing basically what I would fish in because it's also like going to Wyoming or fly fishing in Colorado. That's pretty much all we wear. It's like long pants, hiking, like anything you're going to like normally hike in and stuff. Cause it can be a little chilly up there. I mean, it's their summer. Bennett said it can get up to like 90, but it's pretty rare, but their average temperature is like 65. So it's not yeah. going to be. It's like you our know, summers up here, man. Exactly. Like, like it's not going to be cold, but it's not going to be. I mean, I'm in from Texas, so we don't like. Especially like my my thing is I want I don't want like I know I love fishing enough to be like really uncomfortable and continue to fish throughout the day. I don't. Right. I, I did a lot of cold and wet stuff in the army. I don't give a shit to do that anymore. So if I can if I can avoid it, I will. But I really don't want Renee to be stuck on a boat wet and cold like three days in a row if it just freaking pours on us 
Like right. That yeah, yeah. is the only thing I think about. Like, okay, we're going to bring some warm clothes so that you're not just stuck with like, cause you're going to go back out there and it's going to be 48 degrees and raining. And like, I just don't want her to be out there and, su- and just sucking. So we're not, I mean, we're not bringing like, <laughs> like huge jackets or anything, but just thinking it through like, all right, we'll bring some, I mean, weather gear, wet weather gear. And then a couple jackets. Like I've got like a first light puffy jacket thing, um, down jacket that, I got for the trip. We both got one. Mm-hmm. Something to just kind of break the wind, and if it, if it's needed, if not, like to wear underneath like wet weather gear or something. If not, then we should be good. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's. I mean, I'm bringing my my sandals. Like, I don't. I I'm kind of curious on kind of the biting insects type thing, like mosquitoes. Like, how bad are the mosquitoes going to be down there and stuff? So but. I asked Ben, and Ben asked uh, the guy, the host. He said they are not going to be bad. Okay, but I we'll don't. <laughs> I feel like that's always relative. That's like you saying, like, yeah, it's not cold. It's like, well, what is cold to you? It's like, well, it's not going to be like in the teens. Like, motherfucker, I don't know. That's cold. Twenties is still cold, right? To me, yeah. right? Like, so is it going to be just miserable? <laughs> and he's like, right. oh, it's so much worse. But we are yeah. going, I don't know, like in the middle of the summer. So surely yeah, I mean, it, they'll have died off some. Well, you would hope so. But like right? in, in, you know, in Wyoming, like I know for me, um, they're, they're, they're bad till the middle of August. So we get our first freeze. Mm-hmm. So, right. Like, it's, uh, I don't know. I, I'm just curious on like the biting insects, just because I've never been to South America. I'm not sure exactly what they have, but I do know for fly wise, I was looking at some of the flies that people use down in South, in South America and stuff. And dude, it's like the parachute hairs here. Like, it's one of the oldest flies out there. And it's, it, it looks almost identical to half the stuff they throw down there. So, I mean, for me, if a brown trout's going to eat it up here, a brown trout's going to eat it down there. So yeah, I think so. We're going, and we're also going at the peak of dry fly season. So yeah, that, so it's going to be amazing. I yeah, can't that, wait exactly. to stick That's, some of these bigger browns. Like, and, and I guess my, I'm, I'm a little apprehensive too because I really want to go somewhere and catch some really big browns. Now, where I fish up on the green, we have monstrous browns up here. We catch really big brown trout. On, on on the Green River up here, and what is monstrous Browns? Uh, what, what well, my buddy, about? my dad, my my buddy that like I've got guys who've got twenty pounders, got fifteen. Now these aren't these are once in a lifetime fish, but yeah. Um, on the average, you know, a really big brown trout's twenty five to twenty seven inches, and we catch twenty inches all day, and so yeah. Like I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that down there we're going to get into some thirties some 28s like some really big browns but i don't know right yeah so i don't know either uh my business mentor has been to the argentina side of patagonia and fished um he definitely said he doesn't know he's i think he's been once or twice but he looked at where we were going or the the region he said he definitely said like there's some parts of patagonia where you're gonna you're gonna catch an insane amount of fish but you don't. You're not going to get like the sea run browns, like the freaking you know, twenty five pound, forty pound, freaking straight out of right. the ocean brown trout. But 
I so I don't know. I know that I've seen in pictures on their Instagram that I so I start following them and watching them a little bit when they post pictures. Of course, they're putting them on Instagram, so they're not going to be the small fish, but they are catching. I mean, some of these are pretty solid, and they're browns. They're most of them are browns. I don't know what one of these is. I have no idea. I swear to God, it almost looks like a steelhead, but it, I don't think it is. Um, but it's huge. Yeah, man, I think I'm interested to see. I think I, I'm okay with a mix of both because I, I I enjoy both. I enjoy fishing and just catching fish. It's awesome. Um, but Renee, I want her to have a great time. And so she loves just catching fish. I mean, she's pretty competitive. So if I catch like a monster, she's going to want to catch a monster. But I don't know. It's not going to ruin the trip if I don't catch like a 30-inch 30, brown. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it will. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like I'm hoping that that's what we kind of get ourselves into. But yeah, I, I'm very, like I really want Bree to have a great time, mm-hmm. as as well as a, it, you know, as well as I do that. Hopefully, like we can, like Bree's happy, Renee is happy, and that makes it for a great trip, right? We don't want either one of them to be miserable, and then, like you said, you, I'll fish when it's pouring down rain and completely miserable. I don't care, right? Bree is not going to do that. Bree's yeah, so, going to be like, I want to be warm and cozy. So and you are making this miserable. <laughs> that's another thing we're talking about. Like the, this is something that I've not done fly fishing wise. And I did, I only did it one other time. Um, like this long of a trip one other time or twice with my dad in high school, we went to Canada. We drove to Canada. He met I remember that. some old guy that he'd fished with his whole life. No guides, no nothing. It was just us. The older guy that we met, he, him and like a buddy of his, they had been up there a few times. So they were essentially our guides. They just kind of told us where to go. But it was just our, we had our own little like Lund aluminum boat. And we would just drove around this lake and caught a shitload of smallmouth bass and pike. And so, right. I mean, it was a blast. But we fished, it was just us two. And we fished hard. We fished. And I don't know what the sunlight down there is like. But like in Canada, it's daylight at six in the morning and it stays daylight till like 11 at night. So we yeah. didn't usually come in till 10 at night and we left by, we were on the water by six most of the yeah. time. So, I mean, our hands would be swollen by the end of it, just all kinds of stuff. But, you know, I, the only other type of like fly fish, especially guided fly fishing, it's always been like a day. Okay. Like I have a day to fish with somebody. So, right. You feel like you have to fish every second to get your money's worth, to get, like, you got to fish. You can't stop right. fishing. At least I can't. Like, sometimes I a guy, can't you, you know, you're like, hey, did you want to take a break and eat lunch? I'm like, I don't want to eat lunch. Like, let me just yeah. shove this food in my mouth five for five seconds, and then let's keep going because I just want to, the more chances I get. I was worried about Renee, and Ben actually said something, too, that kind of put in perspective, but... I was worried about her because this is she when she was like, I want to go. I'm like, this is a lot of fishing and there's really not anything else. Like, it's just a ton of fishing. She's like, yeah, I'll be, it's going to be pretty though. Like where we're at. I'm like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be beautiful. Yeah. So that's what Ben was like. Look, you have six full days. Like it's going to be a ton of fishing. So he's like, it's not a big deal. Like you can get tired and take a break and just ride in the boat for an hour, for 30 minutes, an hour. He's like, she could just fish half a day, and the guy's going to bring, like, he'll bring bottles of wine, and she can just sit there and sip on some wine, watch you fish. Like, because there's no, like, 
you got six days, you know, like you get three days in and be like, "Ah, I'm just going to fish half the day today. Like they can, you know, I don't think we will, but they can. Exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll fish till our hands bleed. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the other thing I'm, so in preparation, I am taking my waders. Um, that article that brought Ben sent, you know, the guy took his waders they did wade fish. They did some other things. Again, same thing. Like if it's hot, if it's freaking 80 degrees, I'm not going to wear them. But if it's cold or if it's rainy or whatever, then I'm going to wear them because I don't want to be cold and wet. But uh, they they also, it sounds like we get, you can get options to go hike and maybe fish some of the higher up like alpine lakes and just some stuff that's not rivers. You don't have to float a river every day. Right. That kind of excites me, especially being six days to have something you can just, you can do the, I mean, we're going to mostly float, but to just kind of be able to change it up and be like, you know what, let's just go check out one of these Alpine lakes, you know, for one of the days and yeah. see, see if we can get something big up in a lake or whatever. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm awesome. so down for that. So yeah, it's going to be exciting. I, I, like I said, man, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond excited for this trip. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things like, could we really afford it? Like, cause you were talking about how great the deal is and, and it really is a good deal. Yeah. And you know, when I brought it up to Bree, she's like, well, you know, and, and could we really afford it? Probably not. But the thing that, you know, my, my mom and my dad and kind of everybody told me like, you know, enjoy, enjoy it, like travel now and, mm-hmm. and, and enjoy it while you can. Because at one point, at some point during your life, you're going to be the, you're going to go, man, I really wish I had gone and done that. And you didn't do it. Dude, I'm so glad you said that. That's such a good point. So I have two questions I'm going to ask you real quick. And then I want to end with that point that you just made. So how are you taking your fishing poles? Uh, I've got my hard cases that. uh, Are you going to check them or are you going to carry them? I'm going to carry on my stuff. I'm going to carry on my fishing rods because. I talked to a buddy of mine who he has gone all over the world fishing and mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. And he said, he goes, you're, you're, you're trusting thousands of dollars of rods and reels Yep. to airlines. And he's like, don't do that. He said, carry your own stuff that way. Even if they did lose your luggage, like you can still go fish. Right. Exactly. You know? So, and they didn't break thousands of dollars of rods or lose them, right? Like that's exactly what, that part makes me nervous. I'm carrying mine. Uh, Renee actually like for like two two birthdays ago, she I needed a luggage because of these uh, trips with work that we've uh, earned, and right. um, they we've just been taking the same ones. Like one of them was really broken. It has like a broken strap with a piece of metal hanging off. It actually cut like some dude's hand had to get stitches. Cause he was like one of the bell hop guys and he like grabbed this big heavy bag and it cut his hand open. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. That was interesting. Um, so we, we needed it bags anyway and like at least a couple big ones. And so she ended up giving me like these Sims Sims makes them. I don't even know what it is. I can do a review on it later after the trips and stuff. But, uh, it's that, and then it's a Sims like rod carry. It carries like it'll hold like ten reels, and you can stuff like if you take them out of the tubes, like it it itself is a hard case. That zips. Oh right, right, right. So you can put you can break take the tubes out and just put the rods in there, and it's got some straps to kind of keep them from moving around. You I think you can fit like 
eight rods if you really wanted to in there. But then you, it's basically like a backpack. Like it's a long backpack, but it's a backpack that you can carry. So I'll have, I'll have that because that'll be the rods and reels. And same reason. It's like, well, you lose my clothes. I can buy some pants and a shirt, but I can't buy three, four grand worth of fishing rods. And exactly. Reels. Like yeah. that would, that would make that really great deal of a trip. Not such a great deal anymore. Exactly. Ugh, that'd be terrible. Um, yeah. Okay. So your point on what you're, you were saying. So yeah. we were at the hunting lease and my buddy's dad is very successful in the oil field. He's worked his way up really, really high. Started out at the bottom. Now he's at the top. That's a rap song. So he, <laughs> he's, he does really well for himself. He, he, he's earned it, right? Like the sucker's been in oil rigs his entire life, um, all kinds of stuff. But he even said, so he was talking about elk. He's gone up to elk hunting in Colorado, I think once or twice. And he is in his mid sixties. He's had one knee replacement. He's about to get another one, the other one. And he said the same thing. He's like, man, I, I wish I could go back and would have gone on a few more like elk hunts because it's so physically taxing. He said, like, yeah. I just can't really do a lot of it as much. I can't do a lot of that now. But when I was younger, he's like, they had four kids and they were all within like five years of each other, four and a half years apart between in four kids. Wow. So they had no money. And he was like, I couldn't afford, like when I was in my thirties and I could physically do all that stuff and I could have like really hunted hard and gone to the mountains yep. and done all that stuff. He's like, I just, I couldn't afford it. So he's like, you know, you got to find, he's telling us like, I don't know. He's like, you just got to find a balance of being able to afford some things and like go on trips like that when you physically can. Yeah. Um, his whole exactly. thing wasn't even just like regret. He's like, it's just, you can't just keep telling yourself like, well, I will in five years or I will in five years or I'll do that when I get, when I retire, he's like, shit, when you retire, you might not physically be able to do half of that stuff. So when he said that, man, I was just like, cause we talked about the Patagonia stuff and everything. And it's, it's not like what we're going to be doing is going to be super physically taxing by any means, but man, it's just, it was a, a very, I don't know. Eye opening statement. Very eye opening. It's very nice to hear. It's kind of affirming because yeah, we are spending a lot of money to go on this trip and it's a big deal, but it's potentially once in a lifetime. I hope not. I hope we get to go more. Oh, um, I do too. I mean, we're not that you're old, but we're not that old. Well, you calm down there. <laughs> you basically sir. have like another 30 years, right? To fish. So hopefully we can do it again within the next 30 years, but I hope so. It's, you know, it's not an excuse to just blow your money on stuff, but it's definitely something even, I mean, everything we're talking about on this podcast, hiking, fishing, hunting, it's stuff that we, me and Renee do a poor job of. And we did it a lot when the kids were really little, when it was like, well, we'll just wait till they're a little older. We'll just wait till we're not going to camp yet or do any of that. And it just sucks. Cause then you wait and you wait. And then all of a sudden your kids are gone. Yep. They're in college. They've moved out. And it's like, and that's what my parents, they never took us camping. They never took us and did that kind of stuff. And now they're just like, it's so awesome. You guys do that. And just make it a yeah. point to just go out and do it. So, yeah. And, and for me, you know, when my kiddo is like, it's a way of life. Like they understand that the meat that's on the table came from what daddy killed. Yeah. And if daddy doesn't do well hunting this year, you know, we're not going to go hungry by any means. Sure. But yeah, it's still America. It, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, it's, 
it's just to be something to be proud of. And and my daughter cannot wait to go hunting this year. And I cannot wait to share on the podcast, like what we're doing with my daughter to get her ready to go so that she can go kill her first deer, antelope, elk, whatever we draw. Like I am so pumped for yeah, that. But yeah, awesome. this, this is this, this trip, dude, I cannot wait, man. It's, it's coming up and I am, I am beside myself. So we need it. We'll keep you posted. We'll keep you, you know, the trip, we'll have a little journal and kind of tell us what we do and all that good stuff. And uh, hopefully see you on the next podcast. Well, we're not going to see you because someone doesn't no, well, have fast I, I enough hope, internet. Shut up. <laughs> hear, hear us. Because he lives Whatever. In fucking nowhere. Um, yeah. You no, know, I think <laughs> uh, so when this podcast comes out, it'll come out when this is airing, we will be leaving that week. So it airs on the, this will air on the 30th. Uh, which, and we were leaving on the fourth and we pick yep. you guys up on the third. Yep. And then we will go, we'll be flying back out to Patagonia and then we will have a, uh, show an episode reviewing our fantastic trip in Patagonia. Yes, we will. So very exciting. All right. Um, that's all I got, man. You guys take care, have fun, get outside and enjoy it. Oh.